If you are a Christian coach, speaker, or influencer, this is the right place. You're listening to the Keep Writing Podcast, a resource for biblical encouragement, spirit-led wisdom, and practical ideas as you answer God's calling to increase your authority by becoming an author. I'm Nika Maples, and I can help you write your next book so that you can take your business to the next level while advancing the kingdom and transforming people in Jesus' name. Do you ever struggle with feeling like a fraud? Then today's video is going to teach you what feeling like a fraud really means for you and for your career or ministry. During my time of building my career as a writer and a speaker, I have felt like a fraud many times. I can't tell you all of the times, but I remember one time in particular when I was invited to speak at a big regional conference in another state. 20 or so churches were coming together for this one weekend, and I was one of the featured speakers. Well, I was new to public speaking at the time, and I had always seen how speakers have a video intro when they come and speak. Well, I didn't have enough money to pay anyone to make a video intro for me, so I made it myself. Well, the entire video was about one minute, and I sent the link to the audiovisual crew before I came to the event. And on the day of the event, I asked them, now, did you get my link for my video intro? They said, yes. I said, did you have a chance to watch it? They said, yes, but I have my doubts to this day because I had incorporated a one to two second little bumper of black screen and silence at the beginning of the video, just to give the crew a second to press play. And then I'm going to walk on stage. Well, they didn't realize that. So when I was announced, they pushed play and when it was just a black screen in silence, they pushed play again. In fact, they pushed play five or six times, which meant that on the screen, just one video was showing, but through the speakers, five or six audios were playing on top of one another, out of sync. It was so loud. It was a total cacophony. Everybody in the audience was covering their ears and shaking their heads. And and there was a buzz like, what's going on? There I was walking up to the stage. I stood at the podium. I even said in the microphone, hey, you can turn it off now. Well, they couldn't hear me even in the microphone because the noise was so loud. And so I had to wait the full time of about a minute, which is an eternity when you're waiting for something like this. And at the end, I was just standing there with the whole audience looking confused and upset. And my face was burning. It was bright red. I couldn't even gather my thoughts. I wanted a do-over. I almost said, can we just start over? But I knew there was no way to start over. And I had 45 minutes then that I was going to have to give a presentation. Well, what do you do? You have to decide. I I'm just going to have to go forward. There's no way that I can run away from this situation. Even though my brain was throwing me into fight, flight, or freeze mode, I couldn't do any of those things. I just had to stay focused, come back to the message, and deliver it with excellence. So there will be a time when you encounter things that you don't expect. And that's the important thing to get used to is to realize you can prepare, but preparation will only take you so far. Preparation will only take you as far as your expectation. Did you hear that? Preparation will only take you as far as expectation. As soon as something outside of your expectation happens, you're no longer prepared. So you have to get used to being unprepared. 
what I mean is become the person who can handle the unexpected. And the only way that you can become the person who can handle the unexpected is to handle the unexpected enough times. In other words, you learn how to do this by doing it. So of course you feel like a fraud because you've never done it before. But there's only so much training that will help you in this new thing of becoming a writer and a speaker. The rest of the time, there are unexpected things and you have to become the person who can handle unexpected things, who can handle flight delays, who can handle mics that don't work, who can handle people that come up and want to talk to you too long and you're trying to get to your next event. All of these things happen, 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 and you haven't encountered a lot of these things before. How can you become good at it? Well, you only learn how to do it by doing it. When I was a high school teacher, I remember coming into the classroom for the first time and feeling prepared. I had gone through all the training. I'd gone taking the test. I'd been certified. We had done role playing with things like parent teacher conferences and behavioral problems in the classroom and all kinds of things. And I thought, I know how to handle everything until that first bell rang. And then I stood there at the front of the class and I thought, wait a second, I don't know how to do anything. And here there are 37 high school sophomores looking at me thinking that I'm a fraud. And if anyone can see through you, it's a high school sophomore. So I was just like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. And the first time I sat down at a parent conference feeling so prepared, then when that parent was really upset to the point of tears, I was no longer prepared. I had never encountered a crying, upset parent before. And even though I had been told it could happen, it's not the same as it happening right there in front of you. I had to think of how to handle that situation on the fly. Well, I had been taught how to handle unruly students, but the day that a student actually threw a textbook at my head and I had to duck to get out of the way of it, I learned, okay, well, I wasn't prepared for that. I didn't in my wildest dreams ever think that a student would throw a textbook at me. No one taught me what to say or do next. You only learn how to do it by doing it. But any teacher will tell you, even though their rookie year is painful because every single day they keep showing back up to work, they encounter something new and unexpected. After 10 years, they will say, I've seen it all. And that's kind of how I felt too. You have to keep showing up just like a teacher does and open the classroom door again and again. But this time you're the student. <laughs> you open the classroom door for yourself to learn how to be an author, speaker, content creator, influencer of people's hearts, all those things. It's going to take some finesse that you could only learn by showing up every day and encountering as many things as you can encounter. In fact, make that one of your goals. Yeah, I'm going to encounter as many things as I can encounter. I don't need everything to go perfectly in order for me to operate at my best. I'm becoming the person who can handle unexpected things. So of course, feeling like a fraud goes with the territory because if I've never experienced it before, how would I know how to be any other way than the way I'm just trying to show up right now? It's only after you've encountered it that you know what you should have done. It's like, I'm trying to show up in this new position, but I I don't know exactly how to handle this new position and that's okay. It's helpful to think about being a fraud in a new way. I've come up with the acronym F-R-A-U-D, feeling, risk, and the urge to destroy. 
Feeling a fraud is really feeling risk and the urge to destroy. Isn't it true that when you feel like a fraud, you're like, no, stop. I want to run. Why did I sign up for this? Get me out of here. Forget I ever said I would do this. <laughs> it's over. We want to do that every single time we feel like a fraud. In other words, to not do the thing that we set out to do. Well, Proverbs 18, 9 says, the one who is slack in his work is partner to the one who destroys. We know the one who destroys is Satan. It says in the book of John chapter 10, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So that's his job is to destroy. And he doesn't need you to destroy anything. He just needs you to be slack in your work. Then you're partnering up with him. And I say you because I also mean me. He didn't need us to destroy anything. And we would think, well, I don't destroy anything. No, we don't. We don't even have to. We just need to be slack in our work. Then we're partnering with him. He gets the job done either way. Because what we are destroying is the opportunity when we're slack in our work. What we are destroying is the harvest when we never plant a seed. What we are destroying is the growth that we would experience if we just kept showing up to feel the discomfort and to be the person who can handle unexpected things. So when you feel like a fraud, recognize that Satan has an intention there. He wants you to feel risk and the urge to destroy. But here's the thing. God has an intention there too. So the rest of Proverbs 18, 9 says, not only does it say the one who is slack in his work is partner to him who destroys. It also says, and the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. So when you feel fraud, don't focus on the fraud, focus on your friend. Your heavenly friend waits to receive you in that moment. Because being like a fraud, it's all about your reputation. It's all about your name. It's like, I don't wanna look like a fool. Everyone's gonna think I'm an idiot. You feel like you're not living up to what you said you were gonna do. And so that's exactly what happens. You don't live up to what you said you were gonna do when you focus on the fraud. It's not about your name. It's not about your reputation. It's about God's name and his reputation. When he called you, you to do something when he gave you a heavenly assignment it was all about him so you're doing the right thing when you turn your attention from the fraud to your friend when you look and you say the name of the lord is a strong tower the righteous run into it and are safe i look at the word run and i'm like that's exactly what you want to do when you feel like a fraud you want to run that's your amygdala saying fight flight freeze well don't fight your calling don't fight it go with it don't freeze and stop advancing to take territory that God has meant for you. Instead, flee. Run to the strong tower, the one whose name is greater than yours. Be willing to feel like a fraud in the moment, and one day you'll realize, eh, I feel like I've seen it all. Are you subscribed to my YouTube channel yet? I love creating weekly lessons that will bring value and insight to you on your writing, publishing, and book marketing journey. When you listen to my podcast, you learn through your ears. But when you watch my YouTube channel, you learn through your eyes and your ears, making double the impact in half the time. See you over on YouTube.